conquering sign on the window would be easy for you, but you are not here to be queen of the ashes. This is sign on the windows. Mixed up confusions. Oh my god! Look at Game of Thrones episode two, Stormborn. Lives is dead. It, most important thing about this episode. Did Sheeran get off the hook? I can't believe you just said his name. Oh, we don't speak his name. I just like, why did you bring that up? A man has no name. God, we're leaving a world, a Sheeranless world. Sheeranless. Oh, we're out of the Sheeran woods. Okay, so this episode was written by Brian Cogman. The only reason I bring this up is because I feel like it's super fucking relevant. This guy has written some of the best episodes of Game of Thrones. But in this case, I want to bring up a couple and see how relevant that they are to both of us. He wrote Cripples, Bastards, and Broken Things. Was it season one? Season one. Oh, yeah. And we get that Tyrion callback, Tyrion wall, yeah. which is really nice. Uh, he also wrote, wrote uh, What is Dead May Never Die, which is our first, I think season two, our first big look into um, uh, the Iron Islands and Theon oh, and right, right. Yarrow. I think we sort of get to know a lot of her, and then we have Balon. So that's pretty relevant in all the stuff that we see. We also get Oathkeeper. He wrote Oathkeeper. Uh, we get uh, Randall Tarley sort of scolding Jamie about his oaths and everything like that, kind of like Brienne would. So I feel like there's a connection. And finally, he wrote Kiss by Fire, which of course. Mm. So what lords do to their ladies in the South? I don't know. I just wanted to kiss you there is all. Mm. You seem to like it. I like this song. We've got Ygrat, and now we've got Grey Worm, Missy and the Worm. So. Oh, man. Ah, so I feel like everything. And he also wrote Laws of God and Men, which is Tyrion's trial. These are not relevant right off the bat. Blood of My Blood, which was last year's season opener. He wrote The Broken Man, where the Hound comes back. And also he's writing uh, episode two of next season as well, which is sure to be a classic. Way to go, Cogman. Kill it. But anyways, I feel like those are just like, man, all of these episodes, everything's coming together. I think that's the most exciting thing to take away. And Cunnilingus. And Cunnilingus. It's great. Uh, Great worm. Missing the worm. We love him. We love him. (laughs) All right, so I feel like the best thing uh, that we set up last week and we're just going to continue on forward is we're going to do things out of order. We're not really going to recap the show, if you will. This is not a recap show. (laughs) Uh, We're just going to go place by place. So I think the best place to start is right where the action is, which, of course, is Samuel Tarley's bath. No, I mean um, Dragonstone. Dragonstone. We're going to start in Dragonstone. That's where the episode starts. It is, and this episode actually begins with the line Tyrion, I believe, saying, "On a night like this, that's a Bob." Like this. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, that's Bob Dylan reference number one for you folks. Out Planet there. waves. It, yes, there you go. Yeah. I don't know why that took me so long. It's like we did this one. Please, I know. Uh, I almost a knew new a morning. Thing. <laughs> a new morning. There's a song. The first album is "If Not for You," and then oh, okay, "On a Night okay. Like This." Gotcha. And I was just, I got confused. Correct. You are correct. Yeah. So that's still in reference number one. I owe you guys one more. Uh, Daenerys. Uh, sorry. Targaryen. Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> uh, get some political what's up. You know, you don't want to be the queen of the ashes um, before she goes mad uh, queen uh, on Varys. Uh, telling him what's up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in a pretty crazy way. So Varys uh, incredibly says incompetence should not be rewarded with blind loyalty. Truth. Truth. And then Daenerys says, if you betray me, I will burn you. Truth. 
True. But <laughs> Both have valid points. Little, uh, little heavy-handed there, Daenerys. She scares me, is what I'm saying. I'm a little nervous. It. I'm into it. Okay, until she starts burning. Okay, so if she burns Jon Snow and Sansa and, and everybody. Are you are you just going like full Walter White here? You're just, whatever Daenerys does. Are no, you there no, yet? Or? No, 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 no. But how close are you to that? I'm pretty close. I don't know. I You can't really mess with the rest of the Starks. Leave them alone. Okay. Everyone else can pretty much go. Good, at least you feel some sense of like <laughs> some the Starks. Yeah. It's like hot pie, burn them. Oh, burn and Brian, them. Brian cannot go anywhere. Okay. Well, Brienne is pretty firmly Stark. And Lyanna yeah. Mormont, I mean... Yes, she can't let her go either. Stay away from the North. Let's leave the North alone. <laughs> okay. And it seems like she's just getting involved with the North, so this mm. could be pretty hairy. Um, so that was that was a pretty interesting scene between her and Varys. I think oh, yeah. it said a lot. Uh, Tyrion was great, just trying to be like trying to bring Danny off the cliff. Just he's okay. He's he's cool. He's he's a great guy. There was this one time that okay, it doesn't matter. It no. doesn't matter. I'm gonna let you keep riding this home. I'm glad we did that. Those. Uh, tough conversations though mm-hmm. that like these are logical things you should be saying if danny didn't say this shit you'd be concerned about her as a ruler yeah. like she should be questioning all the things around her and then um what's her name mama sand snake oh Ilaria. Ilaria, yeah. getting into it with Tyrion too like you're lannister you killed over mm-hmm. like you killed elia martel you how, killed them all how quickly do you want her to die i we can get into that later. Anyway, yeah. well, so we're I'm glad we had those, those tough conversations in this episode with Danny because yeah. that's what we should be talking about. Absolutely. Realistic. I totally agree. So jumping ahead a little bit, I mean, that scene sort of ends. And then Melisandre. Let's not forget, <laughs> though, when we meet people, let's not forget that Varys is fucking hates Rolar and hates yes. everything that she stands for. Davos also fucking hates Rolar and everything she stands well, for. That's cool. Davos is never going to go there. So, well, no, there's no connection. Again, we've established <laughs> the North and uh, Daenerys have no connection with one another. We'll so, never I think meet. it's important for them for us to remember those little things. Uh, Danny, then, I found it weird when she was flexing her muscles to Melisandre, like, but then we talked about loyalty, right, my man, Varys? And Varys is like, puts his head down. Like, I found that. Odd. Like, why are you flexing in front of Melisandre? Some random... I mean, I guess she's a priestess, right? But, I don't know, you're the fucking mother of dragons. Like, why are you sitting here like... Oh, well, the whole thing was Varys was trying to talk shit about Melisandre because he hates Rolar. And he was mouthing off and saying, like, she can't be trusted. This is an abridged version. And she was like, well, it's a good thing she showed up on the day where I'm giving people second chances, mm-hmm. isn't it, Varys? I like how they shoehorned the... And I use that... In a good way and also kind of in a negative way, they definitely shoehorn the hell out of the prince who was promised, the princess who was promised. Okay. And maybe that's just a weird critique on me. And I, I think this was like the moment on our original watch that I started to kind of just get like a little tense where I'm just like, wow, what else are we just going to like really fucking just hammer through? But yet we don't – we're still not getting to like the logical wall and the logical fight. And that I feel is like all we're waiting for. And that to me is a very fretful – future well see to me it's hilarious because last week's critique for most people was the show's not moving fast enough so it's like you can't fucking win i, know. <laughs> I thought last week was fine personally i could listen to a conversation between danny's war council for three hours and be totally content uh, me too and i would like that that's what i'm saying we could have had a whole episode of just them hanging out in dragonstone like watching somebody try to poop off the side of the wall or something <laughs> is fine i mean we gotta talk about why the reality of, well, i mean it's just like i gotta go to the bathroom and it's like okay well we don't have plumbing or anything so chamber pots my friend oh that's true 
But who's there to, I guess the Unsullied would take it out. I don't know. It'd be great to have an Unsullied <laughs> Sam moment, you know, where yeah. it's like just a random Unsullied, like, God damn it. Yeah. doing all of the same stuff. That'd be pretty good. Uh, just having Jon Snow on Daenerys' tongue oh, was... What a delicious moment. Uh, uh, and even Tyrion. Say your name. I was I just like waiting. Say it, Jon. And even Tyrion. I mean, I thought that was really incredible. I love that. Just the way he looks, just like. Oh, John! John Snow, well, it? That's what they did. <laughs> but yeah, I know it's like John. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. What a fucking payoff after all that time. I loved it. I loved it. I loved ever because I could I could see them talking with one another forever. Oh yeah, just tell me everything you know about John. Yeah, Snow. just really yes, funny please. shit like that. I know exactly. That would be pretty pretty amazing. Mm. But then, what do we think about this whole bending the knee part? So, John. I feel like, and this is like getting into predictions, I feel like he's not going to bend the knee because he's going to, in a sense, demur. He's going to like sort of defer authority almost maybe and say like, I got to talk to Sansa. Like, I, I'm i not going to do that. Your, your grace, like, this is not important. Like, the White Walkers are important. Like, I'll bend the knee if you help us. Like, I don't know what's going to happen between them because he's a king. He's acknowledged later on. We'll get to it. But he's the king. And a king goes to meet a queen, right? That's what they're doing. Right. So if the formalities are in place, then he is as equal to Daenerys. I mean, Danny would probably be like, yo, he's, you know, he's a little wrong, but he's definitely a wrong below me. But she at least acknowledges like, all right, this is important. He is an important player. But she doesn't quite know what she's getting into. And obviously, I guess John doesn't either. But John has a much more, obviously, a Westerosi footing than Daenerys does. So I feel like it, next week is going to be fucking dope between the two of them because i think danny's coming at it from i mean she's she's got Tyrion, i guess is great counsel but i think she's pretty impulsive and i wonder if she will be impulsive in her either recklessness with john in a negative way or in a, in a positive way like yeah i'll give you the dragon here you go like go do something with it or whatever or yeah yeah bring your men down let's start mining the shit out of this shit, place I didn't like think about that. who knows what they're just gonna like agree on like do, do you want all the stuff in the mine i don't care go for it bend the knee I think he'll bend the knee. And thanks to a set of paparazzi photos that captured Kit Harrington's Jon Snow shaking hands with Tyrion Lannister, it's all but confirmed the former Lord Commander will be joining forces with Daenerys Targaryen and her daughter Rocky army. To do it. Oh, I think he will too, because Jon has a very singular mission. His his no. path is clearer than anyone else's. Getting to it is another story, but like, sure, I'll fucking bend over backwards i'll show you my whole entire ass right now what do you want <laughs> just help well, me fight the that. series of like the, the undead the help me fight yeah. the dead like that's all i care about yeah. and i totally didn't even make the connection he could she could give him a dragon she could just be like all right so i see you down on that knee right there that's some fan fiction shit that's going fine on. uh here's a dragon and some <laughs> dragon glass be on your way friend yes. also if you come in contact with any lannisters Kill them, please. Yes. Cool, cool, cool. That is not going to happen. No, but that would be great. But, anyway, yeah, I think I'll bend the knee just because well, if she But I think that's where that. Sansa, I think, comes into conflict, great yeah. conflict because then Littlefinger's going to be like, fuck that. Did you and, see what your brother did? And try, and try to explain that to Liana and old Glover over there who's always got a fucking opinion. Try to tell them that there's no more king of the north now we're just what a warden of the north we're back to where we were before right. why can't we be king why can't winterfell be king's landing drama in the war room we touched on it a little bit with Tyrion and uh, Alaria yeah Alaria Alaria mm-hmm. 
fuck the Sand Snakes. Fuck Alaria. Cannot wait for her to die. So the whole Sand Snake thing bums me out. I didn't read the book, so I don't have that kind of grief going into it. I mostly just have, we can't write these characters good, so we're just going to make them awful and everyone hates them. And it sucks that they're women. There's so few women on the show that get to do stuff. I feel like, like it's been good this season. I'm really scared because no one's gotten raped or like killed yet. So I'm sure that's right around the fucking corner because that's all we can do on the show. But uh, it sucks. It's like, here are some people who could be really powerful women in, instead of we're just going to be right well, there. Well, I like, think that they tried garbage. to just like make them like a thing. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where I think when, you ha- when you're overpopulated as to, be- to begin with and you need Dorne to be a thing... They were they were already working with not a lot, admittedly. But I think their mistake was trying to make them like you can humanize them pretty quickly. But they just chose them to be like fighters. Like here's the sword. You're a sword person. You're the rope person. Yeah. You're the. They would have benefited hugely for giving them almost no dialogue. I agree. I think that they would have been a lot more interesting if they were just kind of silent killers. And yeah, like a professional be. ass assassins. Like I don't have to t- say anything because your ass was dead. Like yeah, what do we or, have to talk about? Exactly. Yeah, or you have moments of something like that mama thing, where, which we'll get to. Well, we, we probably won't even get to it. We should just talk about it now, where they fucking get their asses at got. Which God bless, thank God. Um, that could have been an interesting moment where you're seeing you know, the interior life of a sand snake who usually is a fucking cold-blooded assassin. Right. And they're not like that in the books. For Everybody's got a personality, and that's the point. They're all supposed to be free. Um, but, yeah, the show, I think, bungled it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think people are correct. This is fan service. God bless. Let's get these people out of the world, essentially. And I think Dorne, Dorne is never going to have its... Um, it's Day in the Sun. I yeah, think Dorne is really a, a plot point as much as something like Casterly Rock is. I don't think we're – because next week we're going to be there. But I, I don't know how long we're going to stay. I don't – it's more of just like here's an Unsullied thing. Let's get a battle going. It all feels kind of like a, there's a formula going into this. And I think the Dornish formula never never produced anything. Well, this world is too fucking big, it's man. It's too big. It's yeah. too big. You can't. You can't. And we're to the point where we are synthesizing we have to let people go. Yeah, for sure. And there was no way that – Benioff and Weiss thought that anybody cared about the Sand Snakes. Yeah. I mean, that whole mama thing, that was like the last reminder. <laughs> like, this is terrible. They're terrible. Yeah. You hate this. We hate this. They're dead. And you're right about all the rest of it. They could have been interesting and, you know, helping Sam and stuff. If there was, again, more time. If there was yeah. more time, everything could have been better because it is better in the books. But you're right. It's kind of a bummer. But I am hoping for her to die. And next week, you know, Cersei is returning a gift. So. Right. Presumably they're both gonna die. I don't know. I don't want Yara to die. I don't want Yara to please. I don't want Yara to die, but I do want Alaria to go because I just I think it would be interesting to have Dorne. I don't have any real attachment to her. I just feel I want Dorne in chaos. I think Dorne in chaos gives Danny now a a weirder. She's got to figure something else out. I think that Danny has everything, and it's really great to kind of see her taking down a peg, the whole thing. So that's been pretty nice. Um, Olena is kind of out of her mind. How? as much as I enjoy hearing her say that, I, I, Lena's great. You're a dragon, be a dragon. It's dark mm-hmm. because what that's implying is like, just kill them, kill them all. Yeah. Like, fuck the ashes. Like, be the queen of the ashes. Something will grow out from the ashes. You'll be fine. And I'll be dead. So who cares? <laughs> and so I feel like that council's not going to be the best. Elena isn't going to have to live on this earth. So I wouldn't listen to somebody like Olena because she represents what we have in this country where people who are going to be dying are deciding the fates of people who haven't even lived yet. And what kind of fucking sense is that? Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at on her. So I'm like a little guarded, 
love your snappy comebacks, but there is a point where that gets a bit old. I love it with Cersei. I don't want Danny to follow your advice. I'm sorry. I just don't want that. Tyrion is spot on with his assessment of Westerosi armies, though. I think that having a Westerosi army and not a Dothraki army is incredibly important. So yeah. I'm really stoked, although I can't wait to see the Dothraki and the Unsullied in Castle Rock. Oh, man. It's just going to, that's another moment. It's just going to feel like so earned. I mean, it's mm-hmm. four, four years, four seasons of having them. And then you get to finally see the fruits of that, which would be pretty, pretty great. Um, and then Missy and the Worm. I guess we'll just end there. Um, <laughs> I thought it was a great scene. Some people think it went on too long. I think I mean, it went on could, a touch too long. Did you really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what was too long about it? Like, uh, like what was too long? I mean, the, for me, I don't know what you would what you could have cut. Like, could they've gotten out of their clothes faster? Or do you cut before they get in? The I don't bed? think Masande could have gotten out of the clothes faster. That's for fucking <laughs> that, sure. Whatever is going on with this, like, just pull and I now have no clothes on. Yeah. That's not a thing. No. I, I don't know how you even start with that. I, I don't know. I just get weird about pda stuff anyway so like just seeing like okay i get i get it okay you're gonna but it's, it's a great scene i mean mm. I, I totally that was also very earned it was i think earned. they're super cute together the I, I love that conversation the whole but it was still just like okay. the conversation was great i have yeah. the whole fear of that like, don't cut any of that Sunday, that's you know. great yeah but yeah just maybe like, like take the you know check them out you know take the pants down and then like right, right, right. Imp- we'll imply what right. happens but i think that's almost part of it too is like it's all about the cock. It's all about being cockless. And obviously we get that again with Tyr- or, uh, mm-hmm. Theon later on. Right. So there's that, you know, there are echoes for other characters throughout for it. So it's almost like Theon believes that he's in a world of no redemption. He'll never get that closeness. He'll never have anything. But here's Grey Worm who never knew that that was a fear of his, that he would never be close to anybody or have anything. And look at him. He does have something. Yeah. So I think they definitely mirror one another. So I think you had to have how are they going to do this? Even if you know, I felt it was important to see it. Well, as personally. someone who couldn't give a shit whether or not he has a dick, and as someone who knows that you can definitely have a fulfilling sexual relationship without one being around, it's I not, don't care. Yeah, but that's so, not the point. But I get the point of the scene. Yeah, he's sure. also a fucking robot. He, I mean, that's yeah. what he was always meant to be. So it's even more rewarding that he's now, in a way, fully with this embracing what it means to actually be a human instead of something bred just for war. Yeah. So it's no, really, I get it. Yeah, I get the entire okay. intention of the scene, but it just, yeah, it just felt long. I yeah. Know. I wouldn't, I don't know what I could cut, so maybe it yeah. wasn't so long. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good point. Yeah. I, and I think nobody has a really compelling answer as to what they would cut, except for like cut it right out. The pants come down or something, and it's like, but then you need to have them smile, and literally right after that, you're oh, in It's like there's no cutting. Missandei needs to get hers, for sure. That, that, that moment needs to happen, too. Yeah, so there's literally nothing. That's is what that, we agree on. It can't be cut. Is southern ladies? It was perfect. It could have gone longer, in fact. That's what we should have done. Okay. <laughs> Let's go up next to Winterfell. That's my Winterfell voice. Winterfell. Where we meet with King John. A good king, Richard. Amazing callback from the pilot, as we already mentioned. Um, I like that they're talking. I love that uh, Sansa and John are talking. Obviously, they're not sharing everything, as we'll see later at another fucking blow-up in the fucking conference room. Guys, <laughs> small council, get it together. Davos, like, organize something. Yeah. And I feel like 
they've just been sitting there <laughs> forever. I know that they're living there. I know it's a long ride back. It's snowing. Winter has come. Well, it's like, in that one is there a sign seating? Because everyone's <laughs> in the same spot. I feel like we've filmed all of these on the same fucking day. Oh, we sure did. We sure did. Uh, and also Brienne, I feel like in a way, I, I almost want to believe that Brienne is a CG character. It, it, she's not actually in the room because all of her shots are all just close-ups of her like hmm, quizzical. Mm, I don't know. Looking. That, that little smile when, well, when Sansa gets to be Warden of the North, she's like, thank God, finally all I wanted to do was serve a king or queen. Thank God. I know, but, thank it's not, God. but it's not a shot of like a whole room and you see Brienne looking. It's literally <laughs> Brienne. We now have a full shot of her sitting down. And if she could have done that before. Is what I'm, what I'm saying is that Brienne is a ghost. But still, it's like it's so weird to have these close-ups of, of her only. Mm. Everyone else gets to be like – even Liana is – has like four different cameras on her that are getting her in all these different reactions. Brienne does not. She has one camera that's literally <laughs> across from her. Yep. So we're just, that's it. Otherwise she's just, we get no, nothing G-G else from her. <laughs> Maybe she was filming Star Wars Star that Wars day. Exactly. So she just had to be gone. Uh, this one is Captain Phasma. These are of course from Hasbro ages four years and upwards and Disney now. And look at this guys. Very, very cool looking action figure. We do get extra pieces as well, so you do get uh, combination pieces. Collect them all to uh, complete the set. And there you can see all the pieces that you need to collect. And it does show you the action figures that you need to buy as well to complete the full extra toy. So I love that Davos, again, this is another moment that it started to wear on me um, in the moment. Because we're moving so fast. Davos is just like, yo, you know, dragons, they breathe fire and we can kill whites with fire. So we need dragons. But, but, but oh my God, we just really, yeah. that's something we've been dreaming of you saying. And you, you just blurted it out yep. as almost you were reading a, like a, a weird message board thing. <laughs> what we wish you had said. Like that was a weird moment. It was. And I think the whole thing with John, it's like a bunch of weird moments. Prince who was promised. And we're just like, bam, barreling in. It's crazy. It does sound really weird, but so good. What a, what a strange place to be in where it's like, we've been waiting for this for so long. Ah, you're ah, saying it. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I know. <laughs> don't like it. I don't like it. Please, I want you to say this on the last episode that you want dragons, and, and then they never come because we don't deserve them. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, so Sam, finally, we get the letter, you know, and obviously Tyrion's letter came first. So we prompt John to head to Dragonstone. We've obviously gone way into that. Super exciting. Uh, that scene was great. Uh, the whole convincing uh, Glover, of course, had to fucking speak his goddamn mind, but he's right. You know what's going on here, and I definitely I mentioned this to you, and I thought it was in the previews, but it's actually in the episode where I forget who he is who stands up and says uh, what uh, a Targaryen cannot be trusted. Right. Yeah. We ain't lingering, has been said, has been written. We are full on shot of Jon Snow as oh, he yeah. says a Targaryen cannot be trusted. That's some fucking foreshadowing right there. Oh, yeah. So I fear in this case, you know, people be people be howling for Howlin' Reed. They mm-hmm. want him. But in a way, stay away, bro. Like, it's better for us in the end. Like, I, we all want John to know. But if John knows, he might feel like he needs to tell everybody. So it's like, I don't oh, know where. He definitely will. Yeah, he's like, I don't do, I'm a Targaryen, I'm everybody. I'm not fit to lead the North. And then, and then everyone's like, do we have to do this again? Or like Targaryen is bridge too far. Okay. See you later, John. Thanks. We really appreciated it. Should we let him go and starve? Yes, because Targaryens are bad and we hate everybody. We're just going to die. We should probably just kill him. We should just kill him. Oh, yeah. That worked well the first time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I don't know. (laughs) 
it's a weird thing, and that was pretty, pretty great actually. I really love that. Yeah, those are those are good ones where in the future I can see a show where people aren't following along as as deeply as this, where you start those things are really going to add up. You know, as we've been diving into the past episodes and things. Oh, the like little that. nods to John's attorney. Oh yeah. yeah, but even like that, we see that because we just consume and consume it over and over and hear it over and over again from everything that we do. But if you're listening to this and watching it in a vacuum, that's a pretty overt, like, oh, fuck, the guy's a Targaryen. I know that because I'm watching this show, binging it. I'm going crazy. Like, that's a great shot, I, I believe. Um, and then John and Littlefinger in the crypt with Ned's body in the background or Ned's statue, whatever. I really thought for a minute there that Littlefinger was going to tell John. Oh, I like, thought you thought Ned was going to come to life. <laughs> no, just like, did anyone ever tell you about your mother? Wow, didn't I didn't was actually think. No, no I, I thought I for didn't. sure because he knows. He, he definitely knows. I think he's like ninety percent there. Yeah, I yeah. think he's. I, but I don't think that he's certain, and he has no proof. True, but I don't know the conversation he has with Sansa. It, well, yeah, I mean that's going to be. Five, yeah, that's epic. Yeah, yeah that's going to be always remembered because that's a that's an amazing scene mm-hmm. and sets up a lot of. All so of this. I thought. Like, well, his look. I mean, the look. The look of ages, you know, when she's like murdered and raped, and he's just like, "Oh, you're uh, you got some wrong info." But I gotta go back to Littlefinger. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I thought for a second for sure that that's, gonna do it, it was gonna happen because how we know everyone's pretty sure that Bran's gonna be the one to tell John at least about Lyanna because we don't. No one knows about Rhaegar for sure as he's yet. Yeah, but uh, I thought that was gonna do it, but no, just well, I think Bran has. He, I think. He doesn't know, if you will. We don't know all the stuff Bran sees, but in theory, he should be able to see everything. So he right. should be able to see what's going on. But I feel like, yeah, I don't. Bran has enough contextual clues, even if that's all he's seen, to know that it's Rhaegar, because of who's saving. You know, Arthur Dane's outside, and it's like, why aren't you there? Like right, yeah. everything points to like Rhaegar. Why weren't you on the battlefield with Rhaegar? You're here. Well, why are you here? Like, <laughs> well, that's why everybody wants Helen Reed so bad because he's like, I know. I know yeah, the whole I, thing. I know all of it. Which would be I was literally there. A crazy thing to just have like I mean, just think about other shows trying to do the old man coming out of nowhere and like game changing everything. Mm. Seven seasons in. And this is what my biggest fear is for the whole thing is that everything becomes Deus Ex Machina. Oh, well, right. We introduce things right That's now. That's convenient. That's convenient. Well, and I think the critique, too, with the crossbow in, in King's Landing is that right. you want it to be the Horn of Winter. You want it to be something that can take over dragons. No, it's just a big crossbow. Well, that's underwhelming. But yeah. it's probably the most logical thing that we're going to – that's really going to come up with. But we want all this stuff, but then we need it to not be like, oh, the power to take dragons. Oh, my God. what? If you don't establish that, then – this show's very different if it can just automatically be like no there's a dragging binding horn oh yeah then the horn of winter which has been vaguely established but yeah there's also that in the world oh, I hope nobody blows it <laughs> you know like <laughs> those things are earned in a book that is thousands and thousands of pages long right. in a show right now especially with you know at this point 10 episodes left 11 episodes left it's you ain't got time for that so Helen Reed coming back I think is fair I think that's something we have absolutely been you don't think that's clunky like that, too? No, like, we have I, no idea who he is? No, we do, because we, we have... I mean, we had Jojen the whole time. We have Jojen and Mira. Yeah. Uh, Mira's still around. Still duh. around, exactly. Still but that's what I mean. It's not, a, it's not a hard sell to be like, oh, yeah, don't forget about their connection. Because even in that previously on, if, if you start seeing Mira stuff, 
and like the first time Jojen and Mira meet or something, oh, yeah. you know what's coming Halloween's because coming Halloween's coming. And who knows? Maybe fucking Ed's getting on, you know, the phone and it's like, hey, can we get, <laughs> you know, let's get, get some on that Raven phone. Exactly. Let's get him up here. Uh, I wonder if that's going to be maybe that's how it happens. Maybe Brandon and Mira make it to Greywatch oh, no. and like, hey, you have to tell John. No one's going to fucking believe that I plugged myself into a treater net. You were there, bro. You have to tell them. Yeah. And then maybe that's how it goes down. But then I think Helen would say rightly, why does anybody need to know? And I think Brand is going to be like, I guess no one does. And maybe no one ever needs to know. Maybe because it doesn't Your father died for this. Lots of people died for this. Or also, who gives a shit about what fucking family you're from? Johnston has made it very clear in his speech in this episode that the North is what he fights for. The North is who he is. So fuck being a Targaryen. Fuck having the South and Valeria or whatever in your blood. Because you choose what's in your blood. There's blood no such of thing. All, the blood of whatever is bullshit. <laughs> I don't have the blood of South Dakota running through my veins. You know what I mean? South Dakota is a part of me if I want it to be. Just like the North is a part of Jon Snow if he wants it to be. He's not just going to become a Targaryen. Right. But there is a world of magic and then riding dragons and blah, blah, blah. But even that, it's like, okay, if you were a, ma- a magician but you never knew it. If I'm a magician right now, I'm a wizard. I just have to be in the right place at the right time to have a dragon around that I can just... I want to ride so that I just can ride. Like there are so many specific instances that Jon Snow would never know that he was a, he had the magic of a Targaryen. So why tell him? Yeah. And also who cares? Because in a way we're playing with the idea of narrative that if Jon Snow, a northerner, a bastard rides a fucking dragon, like we know he's a Targaryen. So we know that there's a little bit of, uh, you know, lying going on, if you will. But that's a powerful narrative. You know, a, a guy from the north, not a Targaryen. Targaryens don't just have to be the ones who ride dragons. We could all ride dragons now. That's dangerous. Let's not all ride dragons. But I think that would be an incredibly inspiring thing. It's like, John fucking Snow just got on a fucking dragon. Yeah. And Anyone can do this shit. Yeah, I'm going to run at the dragon. And then they die because yeah. they try and they can't. Or maybe they're like, well, John Snow says it's okay. So let's go. Do you I'm think maybe dragon. they'll completely just give a giant middle finger and not actually do it as in like Bran will know they'll go find Helen Reed but they'll never tell him I don't like John that, never knows I don't think that that's a giant middle finger I think I don't think that's a middle finger I don't if John never found out well I think it is to people that are like just wanting that harder than anything but I think that it's totally valid I, for the characters I think mm-hmm. that's completely valid for Bran to be like this is something I'm gonna have to live with forever knowing this but he should never know he can't ever know yeah, I maybe think, that's what will happen well people wanting it is one thing like you want just to see this scene or whatever right. but there is literally no doubt about the evidence like mm-hmm. y- if you need any more convincing I don't know a scene with Bran talking to Helen Reed where they confirm it should confirm whatever misgivings you have about who Rhaegar like everything about r plus l equals j like that is that to me is 100 percent clear there's no now it is if john never finds out i think a lot of people would feel betrayed right but i i wouldn't because it would make completely character the characters would make sense if they did if they were like no for the sake of the realm right the realm just like Varys, you know it's like he can't that's makes sense that they wouldn't do it but but then another part of me is like to not let john know john know it's almost it's that's where it starts to get weird because whereas I would understand if they did if they did it like that I would feel bad for John not knowing because he wants to know and it should be his choice if he wants to out himself as a Targaryen or not like he should know but I don't think Bran has to tell him the moment he sees him 
Like, if we're in the middle of a war, I don't think you step up aside and be like, hey, you're a Targaryen, by the way. Deal with that. See ya. No, it, after it's all done, you're sitting by the fireside after you've won. Say, hey, bro, guess what? You're also a Targaryen. <laughs> cool. We're Targaryen. And they're looking off as the wall is gone and spring has come and everyone's happy. Good story. Do you think he still <laughs> wants to know? I almost wonder if part of his story is like, I, I might not be related to you guys at fucking all, but this is the family that I chose. This is the land that I claim. Maybe that's the more powerful sentiment. It's that's like, definitely the more powerful sentiment. I think that's the one that most people watching should feel. Nobody has clans anymore. Nobody does right, right. shit like that. You know, like you love your family. That's cool. But like, we're not sitting here like fucking the Hatfields and McCoy shooting people because we're like in people's yards or whatever. Like right. that's not the world we live in today. So I feel like most people would relate to this guy has found a family like in his family, even as like an adopted bastard, whatever you want to call it. He's been accepted by the actual, you know, Starks. He is a Stark, essentially. Right. He's the king of the north. You know, if anybody, if he can do it, anybody in theory can do it. So yeah. I think that's way more powerful than if he's a fucking Targaryen. I, who gives a shit? He's a Targaryen. Great. So what do you do with that knowledge? Ride a dragon. If Danny was never told over and over and over she was a Targaryen, she would just be another person in the world. She would be another or- orphan girl in a terrible situation. Oh, yeah. And just from one little bit of knowledge... She was able to forge this entire because that name means something. Means something, right? But anybody could just say, "I'm a Targaryen." I mean, that's what some people think Fagon's doing. People told him in the books that he's Aegon Targaryen, not Daenerys. You are her older brother. You should be taking the throne. Well, that's Fagon. He's not real. But what is reality? What if you say it enough? Yeah, it becomes true. John Connington, (laughs) let's go, John. Let's do it. All right, so let's go to King's Landing. Uh, we'll bring this all down to the end. Uh, make Westeros great again. Cenaris. Oh, Cersei. <laughs> what is Cenaris? Oh, no, that's a bad. We do not want Cenaris. Although that is definitely what I will be calling Daenerys when she kills one of our Stark friends. Yeah. She will be definitely Cenaris. Sure will. Uh, so I think that scaring people with, uh, you know, with xenophobia and racism and, you know, all of that is. Um, Par for the course. Par for the course and not something we don't know all about. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God, Jamie. What was your name again? Oh, that's right. Dickon. Dickon joke. Amazing. (laughs) So good. Also not the same actor. Couldn't get the same Dickon. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. But that's uh, kind of incredible. I thought the Randall Jamie talk was great. Comes back to that Oathbreaker thing Mm -hmm. and talking about killing kings and, you know, Red Wedding shout out. Oh, yeah. So Randall Tarly's got a weird moral compass. He's a fucking asshole. Obviously, he's a dick. We love Sam. We love Gilly. And he's reprehensible. But I find it interesting that he's going to he's gonna side with the Lannisters. He's going to do it. I know, which is crazy. That's great, like, though. That's I'm so fascinating. To the, uh, oh, my God. The people that live at Highgarden. Lady uh, O'Lennis tr- family. The, the Ty- Tyrells. Tyrells. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tyrells, oh, yes. gosh. But I'm also loyal to the crown. What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that gets back to that idea, you know? It's like, well, which loyalty? Jamie's conversation with Brienne. Yeah, yeah I exactly. Swear, I swear, I swear. It's all coming back. Yeah. And it's so sad. And that's Oathbreaker. I mean, an Oathkeeper. And Jamie is not really holding up his end of the bargain. No. He is really, really disappointing me. It's like he's a better person when Brienne's around and then maybe they should hang out more. And maybe they can... Cons- conspire to kill Cersei together or something. That would be Who knows? heaven. <laughs> we don't get to have nice things. No. Alright, let's go to Old Town where of course Jorah is looking rough. Yeah. But great makeup. Looks great. Oh, it looks fantastic. I mean it's disgusting. Yeah. It looks great. 
and uh, was sort of uh, subtly hinted at maybe killing yourself so we don't have to take you to Valeria to be a stone man. <laughs> Check out that sword there. We're going to keep that in there. <laughs> Write Daenerys a sappy love letter about how much your life is uh, nothing without her and you hope we wish her well. <laughs> and then uh, Samuel Tarly comes through the door and saves the fucking day. Oh, and gets rid of grayscale the way that uh, that I uh, claimed was going to happen? Yeah, that's right. I call that. It's recorded forever. <laughs> that they were just going to slice it off. And sure enough, we did. Nice. So what's the next prediction then? You obviously tapped into the storyline. So what's, <laughs> what's next for Jorah and Sam? For Jorah? Well, they're going to hit the road. They're going to the hit the road together. Dragonstone. Well, I guess Sam's supposed to stay, right? But Jorah's definitely getting a dragon. So I, f- I feel like you, you're not wrong. I feel like uh, people going to be mad. I feel like uh, Maester Slughorn is not going to look positively on yeah, this. Yeah, it's going to have to leave, right? I feel like something like that's going to have to happen. I, I think that J- Sam is going to be a maester in the end, and he's going to write the history of all of this, A Song of Ice and Fire. That's absolutely going to happen. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. So he's going to Bilbo Baggins it for sure. But he's definitely not – he's going to get kicked out of being a maester. But after the events of the war mm. and saving the world, I think he's just going to be like, old town, fuck off, move out of my way. Give me my chains. I'm studying to be a maester. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Slughorn. <laughs> Slughorn, I told you this was going to happen. You fucking didn't listen. Yep. Yeah. So I think that's going to happen. He's going to get kicked out of being a maester. He's going to say, fuck it. I need to get to Dragonstone. He might even meet up with John. Also, great point being made about Pod. Take Pod to meet Tyrion again. Yeah. What are we doing? I didn't even think about yeah. that. What a great reunion that would be. Yeah. Ugh. This world just does not make. Well, he's Brienne Squire. He's got to stay with her. She's she, fine. They should all go. Fuck it, let's go. Family let's trip. just all go. Because <laughs> that's that didn't that didn't let's fuck take up all the Starks out of what everybody leave. <laughs> all go to Dragonstone. Let's together. just let Glover hold on to the castle. He's clearly fine. She's, she's fine. She would hold she her shit more. But also, that brings up an important thing too, where Jorah ends up there mm-hmm. on Daenerys' side. We got two Mormonts. Liana, I mean, again, we got my family hates me. Does Liana like not give a fuck? Uh, I wonder or does if she, she knows him at all? Wouldn't know him. No, I mean, he's, he's been so, gone for ever. So much older than her too that like he probably wasn't around. But she, she probably born. heard the stories. That's yeah, the she, thing. So I feel. I wonder her being a kid, she might like internalize that stuff and be like, "Oh, I'm supposed to hate you." But she's also shown this knack of like sort of parsing through the bullshit. So I feel like she might be like, "I know what you did. I kind of hate that." Like I don't expect forgiveness, but like, John Snow's my king. They're, like, they're very pragmatic people in that way. Like, I don't like you, but John does. I get why, but I'm I'm gonna keep my distance here. You're not a family member, though. You're not coming to the reunion, not this year. Two more. Arya. Great scenes with Arya. Arya and the Hound. I'm just saying that. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Arya. We we first see her in the end of the Crosswords. With our boy, the return of the king. Hot pie. Hot pie. Uh, loved seeing him. It was really great. Uh, apparently in real life he bakes dire wolves. Cookies. Because um, that's what you do. Um, I I loved it. I loved his entire thing. Arya scares the shit out of me. Uh, she that thousand stealing. yard stare, man. Woo. And just like, just everything. Like, did you hear that blew up the sept? Uh, who would do something like that? Cersei would do something like that. Cersei did it. <laughs> just pigging, just pigging out. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was great, and it's like, you would do something like that, too, girl. Yeah. Girl, you kind of did. Snaria. 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 Snaria.
uh, so, but then it's like, no, the Boltons are dead, you know? <laughs> I love that, like, how does I know this? Like, who's, like, are they just throwing Raven? I guess they would, like, Raven's everywhere. Just, like, Winterfell's well, back, baby. It's clear Bolton's that this dead. is a stop on the road and people be talking, so. It's true, that's true, yeah. and Hop I would know. That's, that's fair, that's yeah. fair. But also, I feel like the maester would inform people the Boltons are dead. Jon Snow is king of the north. Oh, my God. That'd be crazy. Raven again. Just like a random house. Like, oh, that's fucking weird. <laughs> I mean, I guess times are weird. But I think most people would say that, too. Like, oh, these are weird times. Yeah. The north is going crazy. Well, whatever. I guess it's just the way it is. Bye. Uh, learning John is alive. Uh, adorable. Of course, John is heading south. They're not going to meet. Uh, so they're going to meet Sansa. That's my assumption. She's going to see Sansa. That is a good reunion. That's a reunion that's loaded with a lot of baggage Sansa I don't think is carrying as much as probably Arya like I don't know what's going to happen when they meet one another because they did not leave they I mean they were children like babies yeah. when they last saw each other and it was obviously oh I don't like sewing oh Sansa you're such a jerk you know it's what little kids do and now they're both adults murderers and gone through hell and high water and now they're meeting up in Winterfell she's fucking regent queen whatever the fuck you want to call her yeah. how fucking crazy is that yeah like that's some bonker shit that's what i love about this show like here are people that you know but the next time they meet one another one's going to be the king of the north the other's going to be the hand of queen daenerys stormborn <laughs> you know like right. first of her name queen of the andals breaker of chains mother of dragons like what what if you told me that in season one that they would meet again like that get the fuck out of here get the fuck that little girl running off with the dothraki is going to be riding fucking dragons. Right. I don't know why I said that very British. Riding dragons. <laughs> I mean, it's just a wild. What a wild fucking show. Yeah. Did you know Game of Thrones? It's a good show. It's a wild show. <laughs> Got to talk about Nymeria. Uh, How do you feel? That scene left me. Oh, you wanted laughing. You wanted her to pet the, the puppy? Well, I also, I, I had to get context for this because I didn't understand what she was saying. I, I was, was very really upset. confused initially watching it. Like, does she mean that that's not Nymeria? Yeah. Because she, what she says is, that's not you. That's not you. Yeah. Uh, and it's supposed to be like a reflection on, like again, having the context of like, this is a conversation that echoed with Ned in the very first season. Where... Does it feel good to get the context? Ooh, like yeah. I breathe easier when you talk about this because like, my heart just wants to get real tight and get <laughs> real mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so about how Arya's not a traditional mm-hmm. uh, lady. Right. Um, you're not going to wear dresses and do pretty things or whatever. Or you know, marry a lord and have children. You're not exactly. going to live that like life that's, that's set out for you. Yeah. So this is supposed to be Nymeria being also a rebel, but I still don't like it. Like, even with the context, I'm like, come on, do it or don't. Do it or don't. Like, I feel like we could have skipped this. Uh, they're not going to do it because they don't have the money for it. <laughs> and also, I feel like I feel like she's going to come back later in the battle. She's going to so? follow. Oh, yeah. She's going to be in the woods following her. And if that happens, like, I'll feel just, better about yeah. this scene. Yeah, I think so. I think it's fair. But to just have this and then nothing ever again would really piss me off because you could have just not. It would have been better if you just didn't to me. Yeah, I think that's a fair fair take. Yeah. I hope that they do show up and I hope, I hope that, does, yeah. uh, that Arya meets the Hound again. I think more than anything else I want Arya to meet the Hound. What will that look like though? Like what are they? I, what, are, what will it look like? It will look amazing. I mean through <laughs> my tears. Yeah. Be, <laughs> well, I mean like what will they do? I don't yeah. give a shit what they do. Are there any... They could there... literally talk to each other and it would be better than um, any other TV show. I mean, they just... He just has to say Marin fucking Trant. Oh, yeah. That's like, right. it doesn't matter what they say. Everything. The highs and the, the lows of their journey was perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was taking down my Marin Trant. 
Okay, yeah, I guess we should talk about the Greyjoy fight real quick. Oh, that's what I'm getting to. So final yeah. scene. Um, Greyjoy fight. <laughs> How do we feel? Um, so I just need to throw this out there real quick. I'm pissed that we got like instantly punished for even implying lesbian sex could happen. But uh, it was cool. It was a cool fucking battle scene. I know you were pissed the whole time it was happening because you don't care about well, Greyjoy. I was, I was so angry about Nymeria, right? I was just so shell-shocked. <laughs> and I fucking, I, I'm sorry, I fucking hate Ilaria. I, she just rubs me. I just hate them all. We got the mama shit, blah, blah, blah. Fucking hate it. Theon just like constantly drinking, people t- asking him the same questions. What are you here for? What are you doing? That annoyed the shit out of me. The fact that he bends over and does all that stuff for her annoys me. Her shrug, yeah. The shrug was maybe the greatest shrug in the history of television. When <laughs> the foreign, I'm just sorry. If it was literally anyone else but her, oh, it. It, would, it would be a great scene. But that was so dumb. I, I just it. every second of it. So absolutely good. loathed it. And I hate everything happening in front of Theon. I feel like there's like this weird... It's just all weird. I don't know. I just don't... I, I didn't care for... They've already done it. They've done it multiple times. It really just felt like rehashing the rehash of the rehash. Mm-hmm. If I'm with the camp that says, why weren't you looking out? Why weren't you captaining Yeah, the, the fact boat? that... <laughs> I mean, regardless of her captaining the boat, whatever. Uh, right. Why wasn't anyone looking out? Like, why would... Yeah. They, hey... Sorry, uh, I know you're probably getting down with what's her name, but um, shit is shit is happening. Yeah. There's there's giant ships with you're squids. About, you're about to have sex. Um, Theon could be up, uh, yeah, up there <laughs> taking a look. Uh, could come. To, he could, Theon could be the one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know we're doing this, but there's balls of fire coming this way. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to come out here. Uh, and you know she snapped out of it. She fought. That's fine. Um, it was a great battle scene. Uh, upon for the reflection again that got me so mad mm. and you're on as a cartoon that gets me upset too I don't think we need another bad guy uh, there's a lot of baggage going into it I was definitely treating it in a moment where I wasn't like watching a TV show I, like I wasn't accepting what was happening I was rejecting it out of out of sight yeah. and that's not it's never been a way I've watched this show except for some maybe very particular moments maybe the Sand Sanks being one of them so it's like you start to get the, the two loosest and weakest plot lines, which is the Iron Islands and Dorne, and you get this. I, it, to me, also, the context wasn't there. I kind of forgot what they were doing. I forgot that they were going to Dorne, mm-hmm. and, like, this was fucking up Daenerys' plan. I, it, it all just seemed out of absolute nowhere, and it was ridiculous. But upon further reflection, I will take back. It's brilliant. It makes sense. You know, I, I don't know. I think people are speculating that Euron might have been tipped off. I don't know who would have done that, right, which is like interesting. Right, there's like a mole in camp. But yeah. also, if you look at the map, it's like he was in King's Landing. Like, he They're right there. to get out I mean, there. Yeah. You have the Blackwater Bay and but then Dragonstone. Like, he was landed right on their ship. So sure I'm did. sure that's more of a TV thing than anything else. But yeah. it is questionable. Like, how did you know? And so, how did no one see you? And Or how did the person who would see you not sound the alarm? You know, it's like... Yeah. You start to get down that rabbit hole, which there might be people in her camp, which is Ironborn, who are with yeah. Euron. Yeah, loyal to Euron. But it is weird. How would you even have contact with them? Like, and how would you avoid not killing them? Like, yeah. there's a lot of weird questions that I don't think the show has to answer and, and won't, because I don't think there is a good answer. Yeah, I, the battle itself is really cool. It's really fun. I like the one spot too, just like yeah. a nice little battle. Well, and that thing that like Euron comes crashing down on that <sighs> arm that reaches across the the boat is cool, and like. Westerosi, Chris Angel, whatever. He's a ridiculous cartoon character, but that uh, him taunting Theon and that crazy fucking laugh. We do, like, can you believe this Amen. asshole just jumped to the wall? It's probably the no, best. It's great. It's great. So, and that's what makes, like, I, I kind of, as much as I kind of hate it, 
and I don't think it's necessary because it's just a, an enemy before the Night King, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I can't wait to see him stride in to Cersei and give her what I consider to be a, quite a shitty gift. I don't think it's. I mean, it's. It, I guess the gift is nice in that Dorne has been sort of fucked up. Like you got some boats and stuff, but I think I don't know. Well, it it, this is just revenge for Cersei. I mean, she killed and revenge her daughter for Euron too. He's got Yara. So well, yeah, yeah. But I don't think Yara is playing into the Cersei thing no, very so. much. I mean, what do we think is going to happen to Yara? I don't know. I'm really scared. Yeah, I feel like we're going to get please, some... Let's but what's Theon going to do? Please. So Yeah, because, I mean, Theon jumping off the boat was rough. Well, no, <laughs> fair enough, but well, I mean, he's not dead. So what do we think is going to happen there? I think a lot of a lot of ways people see him is that he, there's no redemption for him. He is a lost character. Yeah. And he might... For me, if I'm going to predict what he's going to do, I almost see him on the periphery of everything. Um, I feel like they're going to do some heroic death of some kind, like saving somebody. Yeah. I don't think, I think Yara would be quite, would be okay. It would be satisfying in that he's redeemed himself after all of it. But how is he going to get there? That that, how is he going to yeah. get there? But also I, I think that he, I, as an audience, I would expect that he would also have a redemptive moment with the Starks. Mm. So I don't think Yara, maybe Yara is lost and that adds another mm-hmm. notch to Dion's pain. But then what does he do? Does he go back North? Does he get picked up by somebody? Does Sam find him? Does Jorah? You know, there's a thousand ways to get somewhere, but I feel like he's going to do something pivotal at the end. He will be a body that doesn't need to see what the world can be like after, because the world after is going to be a world that's the same as before. So if he can help that world exist. I don't know. Like, that's a powerful concept, but I don't I don't know how you execute that. He's going to kickboard his way to wherever Gendry is rallying, and they're going to just have an adventure. Gendry's got to show up, yeah. Does maybe, he have to, No, he doesn't. Gentry could have really, just been a total false flag. I yeah. hope so. Almost. I kind of hope so, too. Well, and that's the thing about resolution that people get so hung up on. I don't think Everyone that needs closure, man. I don't need Sometimes it. Sometimes you don't get closure. I don't want that's it. That's the real world, my friend. I think if the wall came down and that was the end of the whole series, I'd be fine with it. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Some things need a tad of closure. But could you imagine the show where the wall came down and, like, that was it? The end. <laughs> What? We play the Reigns of Castamere for no reason. Oh. <laughs> but like the hyped up, like we get the national back to like do yeah. a jam rock version of it. <laughs> so it's terrible. Um, yeah, so um, Sand Snakes are dead. That was a pretty dope image of them hanging off. So Brutal. that was more for us, I think, which is kind of crazy that we're happy about people being murdered. Hey, Weird show. <laughs> I don't care. I think they were fine. They never bothered me. No, they were terrible. Um, yeah, that is, I think, it. Uh, that's good. Do you have any final final thoughts overall of the episode itself? Any predictions that you didn't get to uh, get out? No, I don't think I have any like good predictions. Maybe next week we'll have some. Who do you think is going to die next week? Well, I mean, Ilaria is definitely dying. Whatever we her think, Ilaria is. Yeah, I, I would and the daughter, whatever her name is. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. I guess her daughter, the Sand Snake. I want a big death. Give me a good one, like the Hound. Um, you're on. I get it. You're um, yeah. He could get it. Like, you're, what did you say? Like the Hound or Arya? Oh no, I, well, like, give me a big one. Jon yeah. Snow's gonna die. No, um, yeah, I think I think Euron would actually be pretty high up there for me, actually, because returning the gift obviously means in my head like returning Alaria's head to right, yeah, Dorne yeah. or whatever, which they did with the mountain in the books. Um, but I I don't know. Like, I could see, yeah, returning the gift. Maybe Cersei's got another play and killing Euron and sort of getting that out of the way and then taking all his boats or something. I, I mm. guess I just don't really know. I would love it if he died. 
because I think it would be a pretty shocking moment. Because we've kind of built him up as this fun little sea pirate. Ooh, what if Yara went like turncoat and she's like, "Cersei, I'll, I'll get, you, I'll give you everything. Take care of Yara. Make me the, the queen of the Iron Islands. Figure it out. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll, I'll be yours. I'll oh. give. You'll have everything. That that's not gonna happen, but that'd be cool. I mean, it could happen. I mean, that she could be the double double agent, but I feel like they would see through that and be like, "That's desperate, obviously." Mm. But you, they could use her, you know, like kill Euron and then be like, "Tell your man to." give your boats to us which would be brutal but I could see it happening I don't know and I feel like people like the Tarleys would be on board because they don't like the people from the Iron Islands they're too low class and shitty which they are (laughs) but I don't know fascinating yeah but but then I think killing the people in Dorne I guess sowing chaos in Dorne is absolute so those two need to die ooh maybe Davos tries to kill Melisandre Thinks he does kill her, but then she mm. comes back as a smoke mm. baby and kills Davos instead. Wow, that's a lot. That's a huge, just like <laughs> rando Davos, <laughs> Melisandre plot, which I don't think you're like wrong in some future. Here's my weird prediction, though, which could turn things around dramatically. If Euron and all of that aside stay alive, I think the one thing that could potentially turn Jamie around is if we get a mirror of how uh, Brandon Stark... And uh, Ned's older brother and Ned's father died with the Mad King, which is being burned alive and then putting a noose essentially around Brandon so that Brandon, the only way he could reach his father is by essentially hanging himself to get there. And he was just out of reach. So he hung himself trying to save his dad from being burned alive. If Cersei were to redo this, we're essentially seeing Jaime watching what he did as a Kingsguard, what the Mad King was doing. Right. Because Jamie watched that. This was before Jamie kills him. If Jamie is kind of broken and lost to us right now, this might be the only thing that will wake him up, is to see Cersei reveling in torture porn. Yeah. The way that, that the Mad King did. Like, you can say how mad Cersei is, but until he sees it, I don't think he'll do anything. And I think Jamie re-energized like that is a different Jamie. Yeah. And as a Jamie, I think the audience would love to have back, which then makes the battles that we see later on of him on a horse fighting, who knows what he could possibly be fighting for. Because if we're talking about Brienne having armor with the red t- with the red stripes on it that she would never wear if Cersei were alive, there's a possibility, actually, now that I'm talking about it, that Cersei fucking bites the dust. And Jamie's king? Jamie, no, 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 I don't know about any of that. But Jamie fucking kills Cersei when he starts to see her fucking toying around with these two, with the Sand Snake people. But then again, it's his daughter and they killed his daughter. Oh, that just, yeah, that kind of takes that away. Because I think Jamie, regardless, wants to see them die. But maybe that makes it more difficult for him. Like, he wants them to die because they killed Marcella. Right. But he seeing them die like this is so reminiscent of what came before and she obviously blew that blew up the sept bro mm-hmm. like you've got to put these two together i don't know maybe that's really far-fetched but i think in the end that needs to happen cersei has to go she does not get to survive this world who kills her well jamie how something like this yeah you crowned me your podcast <laughs> i never wanted it i never asked for it but i accepted it because podcasts are my home it is part of me, and I will never stop fighting for it, no matter the odds. But the odds are against us. We'll see you next week for Sign on the Windows, oh Mixed Up Confusions, Game of Thrones. Not a recap, but a talk of the Queen's Justice. 
See you then, folks, and see you Monday for the newest episode of Sunny Mario. Bye! Raise up your